The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. The game is over, but we're just getting started. You're listening to The Fifth Quarter, presented by Twitch on the Raiders Podcast Network. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson, breaks out of a tackle at the 50, has the 45, breaks away from another tackle, pitches it backwards, and now Jacoby Myers spinning around, he throws it to Chandler Jones in midfield, and a step forward! Chandler Jones racing towards the end zone! And scores! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I can't believe what I just saw! Again! I can't believe what I just saw! This is unbelievable! (laughs) Wow! Well, there are not a lot of times that I feel like I'm speechless, but this is one of those times Eddie Pascal hanging out with my man Bryce Butler, a.k.a. DJ Duffel in the fifth quarter presented by Twitch. And Bryce, where... I mean, I guess the easy place to begin is that final play, the Chandler Jones touchdowns. Uh, yes, the Chandler Jones touchdown to win the game. Give yeah. me one to ten just in terms of how bizarre uh, that ending was to this Raiders football game tonight. I, I mean, that was ridiculous, man. I mean, obviously this year has been a freaking roller coaster of endings. Um, you know, we started in September with the Cardinals game. Um, was it last week that we caught that L uh, to freaking yeah. Baker Mayfield at the end of the last drive? And then, you know, it felt like one of those, like, here we go again moments. Uh, and then to hear Chandler Jones is like catching a pass and he like stiffed arms, Mac, you know, Mac, or what is his name? Uh, Mac Jones. Jones. Mac, I know too many yeah, Macs Mac, today. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of Macs. And Mac Jones, and then he's running it in and we win the game. Like, I'm sure at that stadium, it was rocking a lot of shock. I was part of the Miami Miracle against uh, the Patriots back in 2018. And for me, that was the craziest football moment I've ever, ever experienced. But I'm sure those players feel the same way about this one. So so here's a question to you, Bryce. So final play. I mean, we'll just set the scene for maybe the three Raiders fans that don't know what happened quite yet in this game. But three yeah. seconds left, right? Every indication is that this game is going to overtime, tied 24 to 24. We'll get yep. we'll get there later how we ultimately ended up at this point. But that's where we're at. Three seconds left. Patriots have, let me pull it up, third and ten from their own 45. Mac mm-hmm. Jones in the shotgun, hands the ball off to Stevenson. Stevenson up the middle, gets a little space, uh, 23 yards, laterals to Jacoby Myers. Jacoby, and this is where it gets weird. Jacoby Myers then, Bryce, for some reason, laterals, pitches, throws, <laughs> whatever we want to call it, the football back to Mac Jones. And Chandler Jones, God bless him, comes out of nowhere, absolutely nowhere to, I mean, not technically pick the ball off, but recover the fumble is how the right. uh, the league is going to designate it, the lateral, yeah. and then runs it 48 yards to the house. How uh, Jacoby Myers not supposed to do that, right? That's not well, that's not the design. I feel like the first running back, the running back probably wasn't supposed to do that either first. And then Jacoby gets it and does that. I think uh, um, for us guys that know what goes on on Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm definitely looking at the waiver wire uh, Monday and Tuesday because somebody's going to get 
Bill Belichick's not going to call anybody out, but I feel like somebody's going to get released before that. So all you fans, Raiders fans, Patriots fans, the next 48 hours, stay tuned to the waiver wire because that was inexplicable. I, I just, I, you know, we've obviously tried. We've been talking about it now for about, what, about 45 minutes. I just, I don't have an explanation for it. I really don't. I mean, you and I, you in particular, have seen a lot of crazy, bizarro, good, bad, ugly plays in the NFL. I know, I know it sounds simple, but why don't you just go down? It's not like you're in a situation where you need to score there, right? It's not like you're like, hey, we're down by five points with the playoffs on the line. We need to get in the end zone. The absolute worst case scenario when you snap the ball there is you go to overtime. That is yes. the worst case scenario for the Patriots. Yes. And somehow, some way, the Raiders end up like it's, it truly is, Bryce, unexplainable, indescribable. Uh, and I don't know if we'll ever get really a, a decent answer to how that really happened. Oh, well, I'm going to find out because Devontae Parker is one of my old teammates and he plays for the Patriots, even though he didn't make the game because I think he got hurt last week. But I'm going to find out because I got to know because he's going to he's going to hear something on Monday or Tuesday and I'm going to hit him up. But you know what, Eddie? I think what happened was, man, I know what happened. The play was called, but the play was called, right? Then the running back pitches it to Myers. And I think Myers then, after he gets that first pitch back, his brain goes, oh, in the game, we're going to do the lateral thing. And that's just what snapped into his brain. And that's what happened. Obviously, that wasn't the like that. There's no way that was a play call. Like you said, the worst come the worst. We're going to overtime, Eddie. Uh, I just want to know if you were on the team, like, how are you feeling about that? Are you pissed at my man? Are you like asking questions going in the tunnel? Like, are you saying anything to him? Are you looking at him funny? Like, what's no, I I think if it was me, and obviously you've been in way more NFL locker rooms than I have, but like, dude, if it's me, like that dude knows, like Jacoby Myers knows what's up. Like, I feel like my two cents, your two cents, whoever it is. It's not going to add anything to the rest of the season for him. It's obviously not going to change the course of this game. I just let him. I just let him like sit in it, man. I just let him breathe yeah. in it because like he knows he's feeling that heavy, dude. There, there's yeah, no one's high. head who is heavier in in the greater Las Vegas area right now than Jacoby Myers. That's a hundred percent true. Jacoby Myers is not making any eye contact by to any of his teammates, any of his staff, anybody in the locker room. His eyes are down on the ground, and he wants to talk to nobody right now. And and I think what's For interesting, sure. I think what's interesting too is that I mean we can call a spade a spade now that the uh, the Raiders have another you know tally in the win column. That was an ugly football game, Bryce. That was an yeah. ugly football game, and you can make an argument that neither team really did enough to win. Obviously, the Raiders had that one final play at the end that ultimately ultimately resulted with the W. But like that was an ugly football game. So I, I think that if you're Bill Belichick, right, you got to be going into that final play being like, hey. We're going to roll the dice here in overtime. Neither offense really has been able to do a whole heck of a lot. Uh, Keelan right. Cole obviously has that incredible touchdown, which we'll talk about in a second. But it's not like the Raiders had been blowing the uh, you know blowing the gates off of, of the Patriots' defense. Derek no. Carr, that entire offense, had struggled for a lot of that game. So if you're Bill Belichick, you just got to be sitting there at the end, just scratching your head, baffled, bamboozled, trying to figure out how did we get to this point where we're now flying back to the East Coast with an L. Yeah, man. Um Honestly, for the Patriots, even though they were down big in the first half, I feel like I know they feel like they gave that game away Um, coming off. You know, they played the Cardinals last week, stayed out here on the West Coast, come to Vegas, um, you know, and it feels like they I know they feel like they did enough to win that game. Um, Obviously, they're going to call in the question that Keelan Cole touchdown. Um, I mean, obviously, a win's a win. I'll take I'll take all the positives that we can. But Keelan was not in. 
Like, I mean, I saw it. You couldn't tell on the camera angles. I get it, but he wasn't in. But I'm not mad. Keelan, that's a touchdown on the stat sheet. There, nobody can ever take that away from you. Um, but, yeah, so I, I know the Patriots are going to call a lot of things into question there. Um, but, hey, we'll take a muddy, we'll take a muddy W in December. Um, you know, we got three more games left. I'll take it all, baby. Just going back to that, that Keelan Cole uh, touchdown for a sec, Duffel, like, Obviously, the the review took an incredibly long time, even as fa- even you know by uh, by NFL rule whatever standards or re- review yeah. standards. So, like to me, that means the the refs couldn't figure out anything to overturn what was called on the field, no. right? Exactly. But but put me in the put me in Keelan Cole Senior's headspace for a sec. That is a tough catch to make, man. In crunch time, thirty seven seconds left. I mean, just how hard is that to track the ball? Track the ball. Get you know, get two feet down in the corner of the end zone. You got the DB all over you. Games on the line. Season on the line. Like that is a big dog moment for Keelan Cole. Yeah, that was a big play, especially you know thinking about the fact that he didn't have too many catches prior to that, um, and to have the resolve to stay ready um, and be your best when your best is needed. Uh, he's a little light in the draws, so I think that's probably why he his, his that other toe was a little bit close to that line. He couldn't get that uh, that weight down, um, but that was a big play. Caught it clean. Um, you know, obviously, you know when you're on a new team like he is, this is his first year with the Raiders. You want to be able to make those plays so your quarterback can trust in you, your coaching staff can trust in you when it comes down to crunch time. So shout out to Keelan Cole, KC senior, for making that play. We needed that play because prior to that. Um, it felt like the Bill Belichick, he does what he does best. Like he eliminates a guy. He definitely eliminated one seven towards the end of that game. I think he only ended the game with maybe 35 or 40 yards. Not even um, just so under 30. That's crazy. So like we all, we needed somebody else to make the play. Obviously we went to Matt Collins a lot. He made the plays that we needed. He missed some plays. That's okay. That's the game. But Keenan Cole, shout out to you. Big play at a big moment, especially when the offense was struggling in the second half. Where was Josh Jacobs in the second half? I need to talk to my man McDaniels about that. Again, There's another. that's another storyline that we're just continuously talking about. Josh Jacobs crazy in the first half. Where is he in the second half? Can we just continue that? Our best attribute right now is running the football. 2-8 is unstoppable. He went to Alabama, roll tied. He has an amazing story. 28, Josh Jacobs, give him the ball. What are we doing? Come on. Let's get back to Josh in a second. But you you mentioned Matt Collins. And before Matt Collins, you, you mentioned that Keelan didn't have a ton of targets on the day. So he had that one target, the one that he hauled in for a touchdown. My man had one target leading into that. So it's not like he was getting his touches. Like, dude, as a, as a receiver, no. as a receiver, how hard is it to feel like you're still in the zone, that you're still kind of locked in, that you're part of the game plan when you haven't seen the ball that much? And then in the biggest moment, hey, go make a play, big fella. Well, yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, that was kind of like my calling card when I played in the league. You know, um, the first few years and I'm younger and I'm 23 to 26, like it was one of those things that got you frustrated. And then like once I learned, like I remember sitting down with Charles Wilson and Randy Moss um, before a game and they were like, look, man, like, if you want more opportunities, you got to take advantage of the opportunities that you do get. And, like, Randy kind of explained to me, like, hey, when I was younger, when I was in Minnesota, you know, I didn't get a whole bunch of targets, but I made my plays. And then eventually I was an eight, you know, 10 catch, you know, a game guy. Uh, and I was like, you know what? If Randy's telling me that, like, he's telling me the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's really hard, but you have to have the resolve. You have to stay locked in. You never know when your time is going to come. And you don't want to live with that, like, oh, I was outside of my mind. I wasn't ready. I wasn't even mentally ready 
for that play to happen. So like, how can you get fit? Like, how can you make the play if you're already checked out the game? Like your body's in the game, but your mind's not in the game. So shout out to Keelan Cole for that, especially coming from Jacksonville in which he was a big target. Like he caught a lot of passes playing for Jacksonville um, to come here and to almost be like the third, fourth guy, you know, just getting what he can get. So shout out to him, man. That was a big play and a crunch moment of the game. Uh, you and I were talking before we started rolling uh, about Matt Collins, who finishes his day today, Bryce, with four catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. And, and I kind of asked you, I said, look, you know, Matt Collins has been a great story for the Raiders in 2022. He's having mm-hmm. a career year. The guy is an absolute machine. The guy is a beast on special teams. He is as complete of a special teams player as you're going to find. He's been contributing in this past game like crazy. Respect, respect, respect to Matt Collins. But my question to you was, like, you got a guy like Devontae Adams on this team. So when you're in crunch time, when you're in gotta-have it time, we gotta put some points on the board time, we didn't see a lot of those targets going to 1-7. But you brought up, I thought, a really good point of why that was. So when you look, when you kind of think back on that final, let's call it that final quarter, and really that second half in general, Bryce, like, why do you think that Mac was getting some of those, some of those passes that a lot of us common folk thought should be going to Devontae? Two words. They start with B's. Bill Belichick. He does a great job. His whole history, he does a great job of eliminating your best offensive target. There's not too many guys that can break through, I would say, his gauntlet of defensive strategy against you as a player, especially if you're a split-in receiver. Um, He can kind of easily take you out the game. You know, obviously, 1-7, Devontae, my dog, he spends a lot of time at that X position by himself. It's kind of not like easy, like he can't do anything, but like as a defensive strategist like Bill Belichick is, it's kind of easy for him to eliminate a guy. And that's what he did. And McDaniels knows that he came from there. So I'm sure they were talking all week like, hey, if it comes down to the nitty gritty, Devontae is not going to be there. Um, obviously he had some opportunities on um, that one play where literally he probably would have caught it in stride and went to the crib. Uh, Waller thought the ball was coming to him. That was a mistake. Yeah. I think I tweeted at you, Eddie, yeah. during the game. Like that's like a play that just sums up our, our but, season. But let's, let's stop right there for a sec, Bryce. Let me ask you this though. Is, do you think that there's any part of that? And you're referencing the Devante, you know, Devante kind of having, it was third and long. Derek's going to Devante and third and long crunch time. Darren kind of undercuts that route a little bit, tips the pass. Do you think that there's any part of that? It's because we haven't seen Darren play meaningful football in, what was what it, five, six weeks? Like, do you think that there's, I, I don't want to say like a miscommunication there or any rust, but there's something about them having not physically been on the field together that contributes to something like that? Um, uh, that's a tough one. The reason why I say it's a tough one is because that ball was kind of in his vicinity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Waller's a rangy guy, tall and long. So he's like, oh, I can get like that ball looks like it's coming to me. Uh, Derek's probably 20, 25 yards away from him. So it's hard to kind of like lock in where Derek's eyes are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, maybe maybe Waller, to, to your point, maybe Waller was a little bit too far inside of where he was supposed to be on that route. I don't know the play concept, but it looked like Devontae was running some type of deep cross and they were trying to lock up the linebacker or the whole player with Waller. Maybe he was a little too deep. Maybe he was too close to the hash. I don't know. I'm not in the offense. I don't know what the play calls were, but I don't think, I don't think that's Russ. I just really think he was close to the ball and he's like, you know, I'm Darren Waller. I think I can make this play. And then he turns around and he goes like, Oh, dang, that's my bad dog. But 
I can't I can't attribute to that him not being on the field because the ball was kind of in sure. his vicinity. Sure. I, I think one thing that, that's interesting, too, and, and we'll go back to what we were talking about earlier about Josh Jacobs and the fact that he's averaging north of four yards a carry again. I think he finishes today with 4.2. But to your point, Bryce, or excuse me, your point, Bryce, our man has 70 yards in the first half. He is the most uh, dynamic, explosive playmaker for the silver and black that first 30 minutes. He finishes the second half, Bryce, with 23 rushing yards. And, and I guess for me, and obviously we can, we can talk about this now with a little happier tone since the Raiders are going to enjoy a victory Monday tomorrow, but like, that's one thing to me where I guess I don't fully understand where something's working, right? And I've never pretended to be like this X's and O's genius. But if something is working, if giving the ball to Josh Jacobs is effective, what is kind of the thought process? And I don't want to say going away from that, but maybe minimizing that a little bit after the break. Dude, I, I don't know. Because if I'm on the sideline, I'm saying the same thing. I'm a receiver and I'm saying the same thing. Run the ball. Like, we had success doing that. Run the ball. Keep running the ball. And then, you know, the play action, the play pass, all that will come. But, I mean, we've seen it so many times this year, E, like, you know, start off running the ball because, like, the first play, like, the first 15, the script. I know the script that they're going over before the game is looking good. We got a lot of runs. We got Josh involved. We're going to we're gonna establish a run game. We're going to establish our physicality. We're going to do that. And then when it goes to the second half, it's like – it's almost like they're saying – okay, we're doing what we want to do. So, like, now let's, like, just dig deeper in the playbook and try to find these, like, very nice, exquisite plays that we've been wanting to get off and play. And then the offense gets stagnant. Like, I think I have in my notes right here, like, on the third quarter, like, I feel like we may might have had, like, one first down, yeah. maybe two. There, prior, maybe so three, Bryce, like, prior, prior to that final kind of crazy two minutes, the Raiders had two first downs in the second half. Yeah, like, bro, like, there's no question. Like, like this is what I wrote down. Question, like, this is my halftime question. I said, question, can we hold the lead and win? Will we, run, will we get away from the run game? That's exactly what I wrote, dog. And, and That's here, exactly what I wrote. And here's my question, too, right? And obviously we can, like I said, talk about this with a little happier feeling yes, and a smile on our face since the Raiders won. But, I mean, let's let's be honest here, Bryce. Like, the Raiders came really, really, really close to blowing another second-half lead. Thankfully, they did not. But I, I guess for me, like as a player, as a dude who's been in those locker rooms, as a guy who's had a lot of big wins, as a guy who's dealt with moments that were not super great in a locker room, like what do you need to do as a group of 53 dudes to be like, yo, we are not going to fall into what we have done you know, X amount of times this year. Like, what what is the key to kind of locking something like that up and really turning the tide in terms of, of you know, kind of finishing a team? Well, first is mental, right? Because just like how we did, I'm sure you did it. I'm sure I did it. I wrote, I wrote another question at the top of the line. I said, McDaniels versus Belichick. I said, can we play good football for two halves, right? Then I just told you what I said. Can we hold the lead and win the second half, right? So you know those players are thinking the same thing. So it's mental, right? You go out there in the third quarter, um, you know, you can't move the ball offensively. They score quick touchdowns. Or, or Derek throws a little quick pick. That was a crazy play. I think 27 made it. I've never even seen a play like that. I've, I've seen knockdowns when it comes to quick screens. Yeah. But I've never seen a slot nickel, like, literally – digest the play quick and a, and get there fast enough, you know, cause Derek throws the ball quick. Like he has a quick release. It's not like a long draw. Now he didn't pump, pump it and throw it. Um, so then like on the sideline, you're saying that like 
you're like looking around like bro here we go again we got cheese the uh my uh the the, the physical trainer like you're looking at cheese and you're like come on you're looking at all the other guys like mike moe you talk you're looking at bob romanski mm-hmm. like everybody that's on the staff like you're looking at everybody and you're like are we about to do it again so like those are questions that happen and luckily we won um, so like that's the first win that we've kind of like had like that this year where we were up and we made it happen. Hopefully that can give the confidence like, hey, we can win while we're up. But the next step to me e, is locking it in so that you don't when get we are point. up. We don't get to that point and we can keep it rolling. And and here's so not even a question, but just kind of more of a statement like. I think we need – not I think. I know we need to give the the Raiders defense a lot of credit for today. The Raiders defense, yeah, and, I've, and I've talked about it. I know you've talked about it. We've all collectively talked about it. There have been moments in 2022, Duffel, where it hasn't been pretty for the guys on that side of the ball, right, where it's essentially felt like it's Max Crosby and then 11 other dudes trying to figure it out. But today, I mean, they did what they had to do. And really the reason that the Raiders won this football game, Bryce, is because of what the defense did. Right. Yes, Derek had that that touchdown to Keelan Cole Senior at the end of the game, which gives you new life. Fantastic. But really, for a full sixty minutes, I mean, this Raiders defense stood up. They did what they needed to do. And I know that there was the touchdown there towards the end of the game that made things a little more interesting than we would like. But like at some point, like if you're a, a defense, if you're a defense that you feel like is getting better, and it feels fair to say that the Raiders defense this year is getting a little bit better week after week after week. You can only ask so much of them, though. You know what I mean? Like, in the modern world of 2022 NFL football, you can't ask them to go out there 8, 9, 10 series and not not let in points. Like, that's just not how the game works. So I I just feel like we got to give defensive coordinator Patrick Graham a ton of credit. Uh, We obviously got to give Chandler Jones a ton of credit. I know Max Crosby doesn't end up in the the sack column today, but active per usual. I mean, dude, just a guy that is just – the motor never quits. And uh, and I think, like I said, we just got to give those guys on that side of the ball, we got to give them their due today. Yeah, I agree. I have nothing to counteract with that, man, because, I mean, if you look at it – if you look at it – what was the end of the score? What was the last score? What was the result? 30-24. So if you look at it, so you got the, the seven the Patriot, points off the pick six, right? The Patriots, exactly. the The defense only gave up seventeen points. That'll win you a lot of games in the NFL. It should. That, that'll win you. The, that'll win you. The, that'll win you the game. You know, the Patriots defense did some good things, and they got a point. They got some scores as well. A point. They scored a touchdown today as well. Um, but the defense held up, man. I agree with you. 17 points in the NFL, you know, that's stopping a lot of, you know, high-powered teams from scoring. Now, they did their job. the one thing, and as I said, it's so much better to talk about this after a W. The one thing, though, Raiders defense allows north of 200 yards in uh, on the ground today, right? So Stevenson goes for 172. He averages nine yards a pop, Bryce. That ain't going to do. Uh, and then nope. Jacoby Myers, because of that final lateral, ends up with a, a minus 20 in the rushing category. So really that true number should be 226 uh, rushing yards on the ground. That is that is tough. But I think it goes back to, like we were saying, you can only ask so much of those guys. You can only be on the field so much. You can only get hit in the mouth. You can only get leaned on by a, a, a New England Patriots offensive line for so long before you're like, the levy has to break at some point. Okay, question to you. So you saw the first half, you saw the second half. Yeah. What do you think attributes to that? Uh, to, uh, attributes to the, the big rushing yards for the Patriots? It attributes to the offense 
on the Patriots scoring more points in the second half than they did on the first. I think a lot of it is Bill is, is Bill Belichick and his staff just making those halftime adjustments, just kind of mm-hmm. having you know having the chance to see that first thirty minutes of of real football, and then going back into the locker room saying, "Hey, let's ch- let's change A, B, C, D, and E. We really yeah. like what this is going to do." And it's just making those big time adjustments because let me. I'm curious now. Look at you, Bryce, teeing me up. I'm curious how many rushing yards the uh, the Patriots had in the first half. They Versus had the not that many, but I, I think it really is. Up oh, here we go. We got it. Uh, in the first half, the Patriots only had 55 rushing yards, right? So to go from 50, to have 55 rushing yards at the half, 30 minutes down, 55 rushing yards, and to end with north of 200, like you tell me, man, you've been in way more locker rooms than I have. You've been in way more meeting rooms than I've ever been in, like. That seems to me like big dog halftime adjustments, right? So look, so the biggest thing is the Raiders on the offensive side of the ball, time of possession, E. They're not running the ball in the second half. And guess what? The Patriots are running the ball in the second half. Mm -hmm. So the Raiders' defense is getting beat up. You know, they can't pin their ears back and get out to the quarterback, which the defense is set up for, right? So they're running the ball in the second half. So now we have our defense on the field too long in the second half. I'm sure you have the time of possession. I would love to see I, it. I got it right and, now. Do you want it, Duffel? And the, and the first half, we had the time of possession. We had majority. And you see the difference. Go ahead. I'm going to hear it. Yeah, so Raiders, So the uh, the end of the game, Raiders finished the game with 33 minutes and 16 seconds of, of possession. Patriots, interestingly, only at... 26-44. But I second half. Second half. Let me all right, let me do my math. Gosh, you make me do math, Duffel? Let's see. <laughs> uh ba, 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 ba. let's see. Doing a quick math. Let's see. Give me a second. I'm gonna have Al get on this one as I as I stall. But uh okay. I gotta ask you real quick too. Not even ask you, just remind you that okay. we talk about team wins a lot in the NFL, okay. right? Uh, we heard Chandler Jones talk about that in his on-the-field interview after the game. He said, look, man, this this was a team effort, and 100% was, right? Because if you don't have that Keelan Cole uh, touchdown, it doesn't put you in the position to have the Chandler Jones fumble recovery for, for touchdown, et cetera, et cetera. We had a fantastic moment early in, in the first half, though, Bryce. We had our first block punt since, <laughs> I have a feeling you know, do you know when the last block punt was, Bryce, by a Raider? Look at him, pulling it up. Right That's there. your boy with the ball in the end zone against the Seahawks back in 2014. My dog, Danico Autry, with the block. The most, the worst special teams player of all time. Danico or you? Me. Oh. <laughs> ends up with the touchdown. Uh, just because we had a, I remember we had a pump block set up. Danico blocks it. I had a terrible rush, so I'm like back, I'm back in the back. I'm just trailing the play and they just couldn't get like we I think we blocked the ball like maybe in the middle of the field and the ball just kept getting jumped on and like catapulted back further and further. And then it was like the second or third time it happened, I got closer and closer and I was like, oh, I, I could pick up this ball and I got it. So that I, it was funny when I saw that stat. I went in my computer and I was like, I know I got the picture. So hey, you had that there, quick, so. too. You had that real quick. Oh, yeah. It didn't take you oh, too yeah. long to find that one. Oh, yeah. I went and got my computer, and I was like, oh, I know I have this in my football pictures folder, and I found it. Uh, real quick, though, just on Danico, man. I uh, I don't know if I've oh. ever met anyone that has bigger, stronger hands than Danico Autry. Like, that mm-hmm. dude from, like, forearm up is, like, part robot. Yeah, he's a big dude. Shout out to Danico, man. Yeah, man. Still in the league. 14. He was a practice squad guy. 
And then he just worked his way up. And he's, I mean, he's carved out a fantastic career. Shout out to man, my man, Danico. I think he's in. I believe he's in Tennessee, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's with the Titans now. Yeah, create just make creating havoc down there. Keep doing Good. your thing, baby. Still there, still in uh, still in Tennessee. Good for you, Danico yeah. Autry. Uh, Bryson, we like I said, these conversations are so much easier to have, so much better to have after you got a win. But like, we got three games left. I don't even really want to talk about the postseason, right? I know the Raiders are still t- t- excuse me, still statistically in it. That's a hard one to say. But I think at this point, it's all about just one game at a time, right? It's the focus. Yeah. Next up, Christmas Eve against the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the road. But for the Raiders to be successful now, for them to go on the road, win in Pittsburgh, a tough place to play, uh, primetime game, what do you need to see out of this group on Saturday? Just confidence, man. I mean, historically, we beat Pittsburgh. Every time we play, we beat them. I think the last time we went up there, we lost – um, that was a long time ago. That was like 15 or 16. I think so, yeah. But um, just go up there with confidence, man. Uh, Pittsburgh is a real gettable team. I'm sure they feel that – I feel like they, they might feel that we're the same, but we're not. Like, we're a better team than them. So, like, just go up there, believe that, and play dominating football for 60 minutes. It's a whole collective, just like Chandler said. Three phases three phases of the game. You win those phases. You win the turnover battle. Don't give the ball away. You get W's. Like, they don't have nobody that can stop Devontae. They don't got nobody that can stop Renfro. Waller, I mean, Renfro and Waller will be back. They'll be, like, their second game in. Yep. They'll be feeling good. Um, so, I'm 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 expecting big things out of them next week. The run game, keep it going. Keep the defense out the field. Keep them fresh, and we'll get him. We'll get the W, man. Like, forget playoffs. Last year, y'all made it happen. Nobody believed that y'all was going to happen. I remember being at the game. Last year against the Chiefs, or not, was it last year? It was one game I went to last year. We got beat pretty bad. Everybody was cussing everybody out. The season's over, and they made it to the playoffs. So just focus one week at a time, one day at a time. Tomorrow's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You play on Christmas Eve. You say Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. You play on Christmas Eve. Get ready to open some gifts on Sunday with your families. You know what I'm saying? But focus on the game. We'll get the W, and then it'll be the next week after that. We got the Niners. Can't wait. But we ain't worried about it yet. And then we'll finish first week of January and then we'll be, you know, off we go. Speaking Just of the Niners, in. speaking of the Niners, Bryce, little birdie tells me you're gonna be here for that game. Is that is that true? Can oh, that, that birdie is not lying to you. Your boy Duffel will be in the building. Cannot Let's wait. Go. Niners can't wait. We need that. They think they hot stuff right now. But for, first, first, first. Yes. Me backtrack. Yep. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers. We gotta go up there to the Yellow Hines field. And get the W first, baby. Uh, real quick, Bryce, before I let you go, because you've been incredibly generous tonight, uh, you brought up the fact that on Saturday, on Christmas Eve, that that will be Renfro and Waller's second game back from a, kind of a delayed absence. Just from a yep. player point of view, like how valuable is it to have a game under your belt like today where you haven't played? We haven't seen these guys in a minute, right? I know they've practiced. Uh. I know Darren's been practicing for a while, but like, how valuable is it to have those game reps going into a game like next week? How much yeah. more comfortable do you feel going into that week two, if you will? Oh, I feel great. I know they're going to feel great. Um, you know, Darren scored a touchdown today, which is great. Um, I don't think Renfro caught that many balls, but he made some good critical plays early in the game. And, and uh, punt um, returned as well. Yep. So, I mean, bro, when it, I mean, and Derek is going to get more comfortable um, the whole unit, as the whole offensive unit is going to get more comfortable. More reps is always great, especially game reps. Practice reps are great, but game reps especially are critical. So I can't wait to see them play next week. 
Uh, all right, Bryce. It was a weird day. I feel like they're all weird at this point in the season. We appreciate you coming, hang out with us. Uh, on the way out, though, Duffel, where can the people find you? What do you have coming down the pipeline? I know you are a very busy, busy man in the content factory. So what do you got cooking, dog? We got the YouTube. We still cooking at Bryce underscore Butler with an I, not with a Y. And then, you know, Instagram, same thing. Twitter, same thing. I'm just more, I'm really focused right now on this Niner game. Like, I just can't wait to be in Vegas again. Um, ever since the Raiders, ever since the team has been in Vegas, I've been coming to Vegas. I never went to Vegas until the Raiders got to Vegas. So I'm just starting to love Vegas. Like, I just can't wait. I need to be there the whole weekend. Let's get it popping. I can't wait to see the Raider Nation in that sea of black on new years let's go uh, one thing real quick too the last time you were here man it was really cool to see just how much love like the fans showed you when we did we did our lap pregame uh how many yeah, people it was dope. yeah man it was good to see like that's one thing that i always really respect about the fan base is that man you are if you wear that that uniform for one day or for 10 years like they are always gonna ride with you so it was really cool to see them show you as much love as you did uh when you came into town Bro. last time and i and i'm sure it's gonna be the exact same in two weeks Bro, it was crazy. So I'm playing pickleball the other day with one of my buddies, and he brought, like, one of his younger cousins um, to play pickleball with us, right? And she was like, like, you know, we talked, I introduced myself, and then, like, like five minutes into it, she was like, you look familiar. Like, you played football, didn't you? And I was like, yeah. And, and then she was like, yeah, I know who you are. And I was like, kind of thinking she was just saying that yep. because she probably knew it coming into it. And then she goes, you used to play for the Raiders back in, like, 13. And I was like, oh, snap, like, you legit, okay. Like, you know, and I was like, okay. Yeah, Raider Nation is always showing love. Undefeated, undefeated. And thank for the Raider Nation, man. They are going to have a lot to be excited about for the next couple of days. I hope that they enjoy every single second because you know as well as I do, Bryce, it is hard to win in the NFL. I don't care if the games are pretty, ugly, weird, or all-time weird like tonight was. Uh, you got to relish every single second of a victory. And you bet your, uh, your rear end, Duffel, that I'm going to enjoy a victory Monday tomorrow. So... We'll see you soon for Eddie Pascal, my man Bryce Butler, Al over here on the ones and twos and everyone else at Silver and Black Productions. It can't get any weirder, right? I, maybe, who knows? Uh, but if it does, we'll be here to break it all down next week on a special holiday edition of the fifth quarter presented by Twitch. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening to the fifth quarter presented by Twitch. Make sure to download the Raiders mobile app and we'll see you next week. Karma Automotive, Forbes Magazine's most anticipated luxury electric vehicle. Karma Automotive is a luxury EV brand designed and manufactured in California proud sponsor and official luxury vehicle of the Las Vegas Raiders. Charge the motion beyond EV. Karma Automotive.